What's up, everybody? It's Coach Dave, and I lift. Coach Carol, I also lift. Welcome to the She Lifts. He Lift podcast. And tonight, we are each talking about our five biggest pet peeves in the gym. That's right, five on five. Carol and Dave, we're going to talk about our biggest pet peeves in the gym. And we've all got them. And, and some, are, some are, are kind of, I think, a little funny. At least on my end, one or two of them. Yeah, aren't. I think they are. Um, and some of them are things that gym etiquette things. And one thing, there's, I mean, the obvious. There's some obvious gym etiquette things we're going to talk about, but there's some other ones that aren't quite as obvious. That I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't even learn until I became a trainer. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. there there are things like, and one of them, I'm just going to mention this one. Uh, if you are walking to get dumbbells off the rack. And so people who are far back, you should not walk in front of somebody's mirror, even if they're like, I mean, obviously you got to give them some sort of a grace period, but if someone is looking in the mirror, if you can avoid it, yeah. if you can if avoid you can it, avoid yeah. That, I mean, yeah. obviously if they're 10 feet away from the mirror, looking at the mirror across the gym and you're walking, yeah, that's one thing. But if they're like where the benches yeah. usually are behind the dumbbells, if they're mm-hmm. behind there, always go around. And I if you can't, I didn't least, know that one until I became a trainer. Honestly. Yeah, and if you can't, like on that one, just I if I can't, like if it's crowded and right. I can't really get behind them, if I'm carrying a heavy weight and I can't get behind them, I'll wait until they're done their set. Yeah, I will, I will do know? that too. So, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's go ahead, Carol. Why don't you go ahead and get get us started? What is your number five pet peeve? Number five is just not using general manners in the gym. Like you know your your talk, your just your attitude, your you know, general etiquette, walking in front of people, you know, I, there's, there's a lot in general manners, but I just, well, I think that is one thing that in, in today's society is not taught as much, no. but in the gym, I, I feel like, and, and it goes back to what, so I think a lot of that too goes back to what we say is, you know, when people say, oh, I'm intimidated by the gym, everybody's going to judge me. No one's paying attention to you. And maybe we should pay attention a little bit more. Just general manners. That's my number five. So my number five is actually going to be, and again, this is where I think the funny is going to come in a little bit. And I am really tired of the anti-video people. Meaning the people that are always like, oh, why do they have to take selfies? Why do they have to record themselves? Why do they have to blah, 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 blah. You know, we always talk about the gym being a judgment-free zone and not just as a, as a marketing but really in general. But that is one of those things that I'm just like, really, dude, like, why does it bother you? First of all, if you're going to make the argument that I don't want to be on on camera, guess what? Almost every gym has cameras in it. So you're on camera. Pretty much when you leave your house in today's day and age, you're on camera. Somebody's watching. Right. (laughs) So let's get that out of the way. Secondly, you don't know why there's people. Now, I I am not... for someone having a tripod and a ring light and a, a mic one and recording their entire workout. So I can't take all this down when I work out? No, you cannot take all okay. of our equipment down when, we, when you work out. But if you've got a, a, a small tripod or you're recording or you're taking gym selfies in the mirror, just let people be. Here's a little stat for you. And I, I wish I had gotten the exact number, but people's fitness journeys fail at like a 90% rate when you get started. If someone posts on social media and posts gym selfies in their first month, yeah. every time they go, that rate changes from nine. The, the, the failure rate goes from ninety percent mm-hmm. to like thirty percent. Okay, so let's just touch real quick on why do people do that? And I think there's an there's a lack of understanding on why people do it. 
Some people, okay, pure vanity, just toss that aside. Some people just like, I look good. Okay, whatever. So, you know, you can take that picture, but still that's your business. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is, and I used to take them all the time and post them, it's accountability. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, when I would post and I just started posting again, not selfies, but I post my workouts. It holds me accountable to the people that are in my audience for, for coaching to say like, I'm doing it too. Like, you know, it, I'm not above what I'm coaching. But even progress, we talk about progress pictures and some of the best time. And let's face it, the best lighting is right downstairs on Cameron's, on Cameron's weight room floor, man. The lighting. Any gym. Thank any you, gym. Cameron. You get, you get the right like sort of the spot right in there where you've got like, mirrors on all right? sides. Yeah, buddy. And your muscles just pop. Okay. Uh -huh. So, yeah. So, but, but like progress mm -hmm. or a video also to look at your own form mm -hmm. when you're working out, if you don't have someone there to coach you, and you're doing something and it doesn't feel right or it doesn't look right or you're trying to perfect it, how do you know what you look like? You shouldn't be twisting your head to look in a mirror when you're doing stuff and you should be front facing with a neutral spine. So like take a video and yeah, you're gonna see what you're doing wrong. I, I do that too and, and a couple things I do it for. Obviously I do it for business reasons. I can post sure. workout things and stuff like that. Um, I do it to correct my own form. Um, if I'm going for a lift that I've never lifted, especially like a, one of the big three, like a deadlift, bench press, or squat, and I'm going for a, a one rep max PR, hell yeah, I'm going to record that shit because I want video evidence of you it. Want video I evidence. want video evidence of me hitting that 350. Sure. Um, the other thing is too, and this is this is where I this is where this came from. I'll be honest with you. There was there was two guys at another gym that I that I work in that and someone complained to the front desk about them recording each other and he goes i don't know why these why these kids have to record all all the time i'm like dude let them record like let them let them right. let them be like they're not right. bothering you right so i just and I as don't... long as as you said as long as you're not like taking equipment down and you know don't right. get in people's way that's the right. other thing which goes to the general manners so those right. two you know put them together and you're fine so what's your number four um, this one kind of is a pet peeve of mine after running a gym for like a couple of years. Um, and there's a couple of reasons why, but just not wiping down your equipment. Now I put in my notes, not wiping your sweat, but really it's more than your sweat and, and forget, we're not going to get into a COVID debate. We're not even going right. to unleash that on anyone because before COVID there was some scary stuff in the gym. Oh yeah. And there's still scary stuff in the gym. So anybody out there who doesn't want to wipe your equipment down, you might want to rethink that. Now, do you have to be crazy about it and wipe? you know, every single thing. You're really getting ahead of yourself here. Uh, you know, okay. I just wipe. Okay. So when I do the bench, I wipe the bench. I do wipe the, I wipe the touch point of the bar, uh -huh. you know, I mean, because somebody could come right behind me and touch that. And if I just like coughed in my hand and put it, yeah, it's courtesy. Oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to say this, because like you said, there's some scary stuff in the gym. There's some not scary stuff in the gym that you generally don't want. Like you, you, you leave sweat around. And, and again, my, my, right, right. Like, so yeah. what, and I'll give you the example. One of the things that we used to have a problem with a lot, especially in like the, the summer months when I, when I was doing uh jujitsu and wrestling more full time was, was ringworm. Cause it is something that just sort of can spontaneous, it's basically athletes. Foot. So you used to get, no, you did. Mm -hmm. You just could. So you would yeah, try to I wipe, know. It wipe it down. Just but yeah, wipe you wipe, but, but even wiping it down after every class, you're still on it for, on the mats for, okay. so. But is that it, was mine. But just... that comes comes back to my number four, which is actually people who overclean shit. <laughs> I swear, 
If you have, like Carol said, wipe down your bench, wipe down your touch points. If you have to wipe every plate down for every plate that you touch, every inch of the bar, when you take it off the rack, when you put it back on the rack, at some point, like, and I understand people Or you're have, rusting the equipment right. because you're putting so I much have literally stuff on seen it. And I'm not yeah. talking about the, the gym cleaning staff. I'm talking about someone who walked up, sprayed the sprayed the, the belt of the treadmill down, ran on it, and then sprayed it again. I'm like, first of all, where have your feet been? That that, that <laughs> what is on your right, shoes? Like that they were so <laughs> actually I my 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 thought was like, dude, you literally walked in here, so unless you sprayed your shoes down right before you got on that thing your shoes are kind of funky secondly why do you have to spray the belt what part of what bare part of your body is touching the treadmill like yeah. touching the belt like i understand wiping yeah. the 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 handles and the parts in front of you where you're likely to get sweaters or, yeah. or incidental spit right like i get that but over cleaning so, people and then you're waiting for that to you're dry. Waiting, wait, well, not only waiting for it to dry, you're waiting for the machine. Like, I'll somebody be like, "Oh, I'll wipe, oh, well, let me wipe it down." I'm like, "Okay, cool. I don't have to wipe it down now." But then they have to like, oh, I'm like, "Dude, I'm not trying to perform surgery on it. I'm just trying to do a chest fly." Okay, and just as another aside, and Cameron, you know, maybe she'll thank me later. I don't know. Don't spray directly on the machine. There's a reason she gives you a rag. <laughs> spray the rag. You can spray the bench. But do not spray a machine. And for the love of Pete, never spray the display on any machine that is electronic. Mm -hmm. We learned a lot during uh, the pandemic. But that was, uh, yeah, so that's yours. That's the anti-me. <laughs> I want you to wipe it down. Dave's like, don't do not do it too much. Well, uh, just, again, I come right. back to general matters. Like, I'm not trying to perform surgery in the gym. Okay. <coughs> All right. So my number three, and we can probably fight on. We, we always right. have these differing opinions. Like, it's like, I don't know, black and white over here. Okay. Me, it's just loud phone calls. Get off your phone. Get off your phone in the gym. Don't, not your earbud, not walking around in between sets doing business and all this other stuff. You're here to work out. Work out. So I don't disagree with your sentiment on this one. However, however, however and, and, and again, this is one of those fine line things. I'm going to say, like, in all seriousness, we, we say make the time, okay? To me, mo if, you're do if you're on a Zoom call with your earbud in and you're not speaking, you're on one of them Zoom calls where you just have to listen, you know what I'm talking about because you've been on them calls before, or you're in, uh, you know, you're, you're on the phone with your spouse or, or significant other you, while, you're, while you're in between sets, you know? That's making the time to me. If you're responding to emails in between sets, as long as you're not hogging the equipment, like, again, that, that, that goes along with responding making the time. Responding to an email, you're not talking out loud. No, but to I, me, I don't know. it's just, I don't know. It's I have, just, like, I, I, I agree really with you. And out. what I don't like is when I hear someone talking to their buddy about fantasy football while they're there if you're taking a business call like i'll give you a little bit of a, a grace period on that one because again we always talk about making the time making the time to take care of yourself okay. and to me that's someone who to me i just go make the time and if and to me making the time you should you should actually disconnect from business every once in a while too i don't so, i don't disagree so I go with, that, with either. that but maybe it's right up there with loud headphones if somebody's headphones are so loud like 
And then that even goes right back to just general etiquette and manners. If you hear somebody's headphones, they need to they need to invest in new but headphones. They do it all the time. People do it all the time, and it's like just no, just don't. Yeah. You know, what do you got? So for me, I'm going to go back to my number three, and this is this is one this is going to be one of those things that I sort of didn't know. Curling in the squat rack. <clears throat> Why don't you want to Why curl in the squat? <laughs> Well, so here's the reason Maybe I don't want to. Because it's a squat rack and not well, a no, curl rack. So, so I, I will give you if you're doing shoulder presses on barbell shoulder presses or rows or something in the squat rack where okay. you want to have it have the bar elevated before you pick it up. Like I get that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying you just need to squat in the squat rack. Okay. But what I'm saying is there's a million other devices in the gym that you can curl with without having to curl that will give you a better control better range of motion, and a better grip than the squat rack. On top of that, most gyms, I mean, obviously some of it depends on how the size of your gym, only have somewhere between two and four squat racks. Obviously, again, obviously depending on having the strength. So if you got a guy waiting to squat and you're sitting there doing bicep curls, which you can go across the, across the, the gym, and even if you wanted a straight grip and not an easy curl grip, like most gyms have a, a, a small straight bar right. or preloaded straight right. bars, or just use an easy curl bar. God. Well, <laughs> that reminds me of a meme I saw today that was like, you know, it was like there's 2,000 new pieces of cardio equipment arriving today, but the number of the squat racks is always two. Oh, yeah, more, yeah. I saw that. Right. right. Never more. Just two. Just two. Right. Just two. Um, so my number two is not putting your weights back, not re-racking your weights, not putting weights away. And, I, and that's probably was exasperated after working in the gym for a while or mm-hmm. managing a gym. I was like, every morning I came in, I felt like I was picking up my toddler's toys off the floor. Like, it was just like, put it away. If you got it out, put it away. Don't leave all the 45s on something. I mean, I got a workout, but like, why do I have to unrack all of your weights? Well, well that re-racking your weights is, is is part of that but the bigger the big part of that is unracking the the or un taking the weights that you're using off the bar because yeah. you don't know who's coming after you yeah. and if i'm deadlifting three 350 pounds and yeah. someone comes behind me and trying to, to do a deadlift or squat or get <laughs> right you have to spend i've gone into gyms before and i've gone to deadlift and on the platform is a bar and i'm like oh no one's here. And they're like, yeah, no one's there. And there's 500 pounds on the bar. Right. The, the, the load, someone else is using the loader, so I can't pull it up. Like, it's, so I now I've got to spend 10, 15 minutes unloading 500 pounds from someone who, yes. Um, yeah. And a leg press, I feel like, is another place for that. Yeah, the leg press was a big one. At Anytime Fitness, we had the double sled. Yeah. So you could really load that thing up. And let me tell you how mad oh, I used oh, to well, you get. Oh, put the weights on the top, too. And I would come in and every 45 plate that we had in that gym was on there because people, you know, it was open all night. Right. People come in the middle of the night, they'd walk out. Well, you know, I was the jerk who ran the gym and re-ran the cameras though. And when I found you not putting yourself away, you got a nice text. Nice. You know, like rack it up, baby. Just take it and put it away. All right. What do you got? So I am going to say people do who are still doing <laughs> exercises that have long been told is dangerous, unsafe, or just flat out unproductive. You should demonstrate which ones. Behind the neck lat pull downs, <gasps> behind the yes. neck shoulder presses, upright rows, um, bench flies I will give some people a grace on. However, I feel like enough people have talked that there's enough 
facts out there about doing dumbbell bench flies. Um, uh, what was the one I kept seeing for a while? It was almost like a side plank into to a lateral, like where people would hold almost like a, you were doing a renegade row, and they would come up and do a renegade row, and then they'd twist, and they'd lev. I'm like, what, what, are you, what are you really doing there? Like, I, I yeah. get it's a little bit of mobility there, but there's, there's a lot of other things you could do that are going to be way more effective. Um, fad exercises, people who are trying to do like table twists, but they're just sort of pulling the table. Like, I'm, I'm like, how about holding a plate and just bending sideways? Oh, side bend, like side bends is another one where I'm just like, dude, have you not, There's like, do you things. not? And, and then, and then there'll be someone like, I've been doing this for years. Okay. And how's your back feeling? Right. Right. Like, right. uh, people doing tricep work who, who they, they pull it down with their shoulders before they, they extend their elbow sort of tricep push down. Those types of things. And, and as a coach, like I always want, like I, I waffle back and forth between do I go and say, hey, look, let me, can I show you, you know, I see you're in here working, good for you. Can I, but can I show you a better way? Yeah. Or just leave them be. Behind the neck stuff, guys, just if you're still doing behind the neck oh, lat pull downs and behind the neck shoulder presses, knock it off. I know Arnold did them, but I'm sure he's had many shoulder surgeries and neck, uh, therapy because that stuff is going to put your shoulders and your neck in a very compromising position the same with that upright row. same with the upright row mm -hmm. the upright row i forget the name of it but i do I, I i've heard before people say oh if i was a physical therapist that's the position they put but it actually has a name for that position i can't remember what the name is now i just mm -hmm. saw i should have written it down but if you would if you go in and say my shoulders yeah. hurts the first thing the therapy physical therapists do is go do this which is literally doing an upright row yeah, that that drives me nuts. Yep. Yep. There's plenty of of exercises out there that you can do. You don't have to do silly stuff that really has no benefit. bench flies is another one. But I guess I feel like that one the, the, the has become a, a little bit more recently. But if you're doing dumbbell bench flies where you've got your shoulders, especially as you get up in weight. Relative, oh, yeah. relative, I mean, relative you're, your you're, you're like, here, let me just put this down. Snap. No, right. Like, you, especially. And you know, if you use the pec fly, you pec, or cables, fly, right? I mean, you, yeah. I, mean, I actually like cables better than the pec fly. But, do you? Yeah. I prefer the the fly machine. Yeah, yeah. I like the the cables because well, part of it I know because of your because of your joints. Well, because I need stability. Right. Yeah. So you stability. put me on cables, I'm like all over I the like, place. I like I because I don't worry as much about my <laughs> yeah. stability. I I like to get that yeah. little bit of a stretch. Yeah. And some people like that from the bench, but the but with the bench fly, but the bench fly, when you do that and your shoulders are unsupported mm. and someone says, well, aren't your shoulders unsupported with the cable? Yeah. But with the cable, I can control where my body is. On right. The bench, you right. Can't. Right. Right. No, you can't. You're laying down. And, and mm -hmm. like you said, you put a heavy weight, like, mm -hmm. I mean, you're basically, you can, you can just totally, Ooh, like just, yeah, no, like snap your shoulder. And that freaks me out. So yeah. All right, my number one, and it really ticks me off, and I don't get really angry at much, but um, if you're hogging equipment, and I'm talking about not just the, the groups of, I call them the bumblebees, when, you know, there's like, not picking on younger kids, but they tend to work out in, mm -hmm. in you know, groups, and mm -hmm. they're like, from everything to everything, uh -huh. they just, they follow each other around. Okay, I'm, I'm all for people working out versus being out on the streets doing dumb stuff. Right. But this comes back to etiquette. If there's five of you, and you're on a bench and you're taking turns and there's two benches 
nobody's ever going to get a chance. Like, so you have to be cognizant of that. Well, but if you're, if you're using, if they're using one bench, like I give them a thing, but it's when they're like five of them using both benches. Or using both benches. Yeah, that's yeah like really... hogging the equipment. I mean, there's other people in the gym and we all get it. Like times of the day when the gym is busy, right after work or right after school, like I get it. The other thing with hogging the equipment and, and, you know, I'm somebody who likes to do stuff in like, uh, you know, a superset or in a small circuit. Mm -hmm. If you see that the gym is that busy, don't leave a piece of like, don't leave your towel on one thing and your phone on another and your mm -hmm. drink bottle on another. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm using that. No. Like if the gym is empty, have at it. Right. Superset your heart out. Like you can, you can use all the things, but I, when it's busy, come on. I really, if I'm trying to superset in the gym's moderately too busy, too busy, I'm not, I'm going to make sure that I'm supersetting like a machine with, if I'm going to do machine on the neck, the superset exercise is going to be a dumb, like a dumbbell exercise versus I have done that or I just don't superset at that right, time. Right. Right. Or don't yeah. superset. Right. It's the etiquette or, or, thing. Or right. I, I try to try to be respectful sure. as, as much as I can. Yep. But yeah, I also usually work out at one o'clock in the afternoon. So it's not, you can do whatever you right. want. Well, and again, even if it's Dave busy, uses all it's, the, I can't come anymore because he uses all the equipment. Right. Just all of it. Right. That's why she doesn't come here. Not that she's working and I have a break <laughs> in the middle of the day. Um, all right. So my number one. Oh, geez. My number one. And this is, so there's a little subjective and, but there's a little bit of subjectivity to this, but there's also a little bit of, you can see this and you can tell the difference when people are working out with no effort. They are coming to the gym. And they are, they are standing there. They do one set of 10, and it barely looks like they're breaking a sweat. They move to the next machine, and they go, now, I'm going to put a couple caveats on this one. First of all, I'm not talking about the, 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 the older folks, the senior citizens that are in there just because it is a way for to get them out of the house and keep their mobility. I'm talking about the people that who you, who you know. And, and, and let me tell you what, guys, if you've been around the gym a lot, you know the people who are there trying to make a change and with minimal effort. If you're trying, if you're truly trying to make a change, yes, put a little effort. I'm not saying you have to go balls out. I'm not saying you have to train every set to a failure. And I'm certainly not trying to shame anybody. I was going to say devil's advocate says, well, Dave, isn't it better that they're in here doing something, it taking is, a work phone it, call and like all the other things? Right. But you know what? I'm going to say this. <laughs> the people that are taking their work phone calls, usually they're putting in effort. Okay. Usually I see them like, hold on, I got to do a set. And then they, 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 they mute their phone and go run out a set. And then they come back out of breath okay. on their work call. Point taken. So I, I'm, I'm talking about the, the, the people that really, and, and, and you know, you've seen them. They come in there and they think because they're, in, they're, they're walking into the gym. And in the very beginning, I'm not going to say anything. But if time goes on, it's something you're going to have to be like, look, are, are, are you here? Are you here to make a change? Or are you just here to, to, to show up at the gym to say you did? I was going to say, but, you know, that how do we encourage those people to, to put forth the effort? So as a, as a, as a coach, and this is, this is where I, I want to uh, – I'm going to say this, and I might be slightly off topic with what I'm about to say, but we've talked about this. Your – a lot of times when people begin a fitness journey, they begin for a reason, and we, most of us have what we call an oh shit moment or an ah – see, people say aha moment. I say oh shit moment because that's just the kind of guy I am. But your oh shit moment is what's going to prompt you to get there. That is not going to last forever. Mm -mm. The, the motivation that comes from that oh shit moment 
doesn't last forever. You have to look at yourself and say, why am I here? Is it to lose 20 pounds? If it's to lose 20 pounds, okay, I I get it. It's probably not as much effort and it's probably not, you don't think you have to put in as much as the guy that needs to lose 100 pounds. But guess what? When you're trying to lose a small amount of weight, it is harder. It is harder because first, especially, I'll give you an example. When I get, when I try to get my weight down for my tournaments, Mm -hmm. it's hard. It is harder Mm -hmm. to do that in six weeks than it was to lose that hundred pounds in a year. Yeah. Because my body doesn't want to lose that weight. Right. It's just like, no. (laughs) So if if you're trying to lose that five to 10 pounds and and not putting in the effort, you have to ask yourself, how important is it to me that I am coming in here and barely making my muscles work, moving a piece of equipment. Now, if you're doing it for mobility or um, muscular endurance, and again, that's different. But when you're doing a set of 10 at a lightweight where you're just sort of going through the motion, you're not, you're not really forcing your body to change. Yeah. Okay. So I would say if you feel like if you're working out and it's not, challenging you and we've talked mm-hmm. about challenging before in other ways then perhaps it's time to you know take a class get a coach do something find a workout buddy and just kick it up a notch yeah and that that's right find, find yourself a coach or, fi- or find yourself uh, uh like you said a workout buddy yeah. I, honestly I'll, I'll be honest with you when i have someone to work out with I generally go a little harder than when I went by yeah, myself. For, I mean, and there's a couple sure reasons for that. Obviously, the, 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 the easy reason is, hey, I got someone going, all right, come on, you, can, you got one more in, you got one more in you. The other part of that is that in certain lifts, I have someone there now to spot me. So I can, if I have someone there that can spot me, or even if they're not necessarily working out with me, if there's someone else in the yeah. gym who I know where I'm, where I'm like, hey, can, you know, Carol, can you come spot me? on a bench press or a squat or somewhere I'm like, if I fail, I can't just drop the weight Yeah. type left, then yeah, like it gives me that little extra, extra motion. So ask yourself if you're there and not seeing the effort and not seeing the, the results, are you putting in the effort or are you coming there just going through the motions? And if you're not, why not? Is it because you're afraid of getting hurt? Is it because you don't really know what you're doing or is it because you just don't want to? And if you just don't want to, okay, I get it. But let's let's see. Why don't you? Why don't you want to to spend the time on yourself? You spend the time to get to get there, and not. It's like going to a buffet and eating one plate of salad. <laughs> what kind of analogy is that? I'm just saying, if you're gonna go to a, if you're gonna go to the Chinese buffet, I'm not gonna eat one plate of salad. Like I'm gonna, and I don't really like the Chinese buffet. So let's start with that. But I'm just saying. That's my analogy. I could tear up a Chinese oh, buffet. I get yeah, I probably could. I, I used to be able to, not anymore. <laughs> um, but but if but you understand my point. You're, you're going to yeah. go and pay, pay this money to eat crab wangoons and, and sushi and, and all the junk food oh, and then eat one plate of salad. Like, that's not, yeah, that's not, okay. you, can, you, you can better things to do with your time. And again, that's certainly right. not, I'm there anyway. I might as well do it. I might as well put the effort in to improve my health improve my fitness, improve my quality and longevity of life because that is what we are here for, right? Correct. All right. Please do not go to the buffet tonight, <laughs> folks. That's all I'm saying. Ah, uh, No, Chinese buffet. It's only Thursday where we're recording this. So there you have it. That is our, our pet peeves. Our pet peeves. <laughs>
I like to lighten up the topic every once in a while because I feel like a lot of times we get one of these these rants and these yeah. these these topics, and, I, and we're going to get back into that next week. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be ranting next week. Why don't you tell? Go ahead, tell them what you're talking about because I know you want. It's to. fitness influencers, not coaches, but influencers, right. and boy, do I have some stuff to say about that. So, and right, and what we're going to be talking about is, is is just the advice. So. But not just and and some of it is going to we're going to talk about uh, coaches and and yeah. and legit coaches and again I've little something that I've mentioned here and there before is about where you're getting your advice from and when you are getting your advice from so we're going to talk about the advice that you're getting the advice that you're following is it going to work for you is it not is it going to work for anyone <laughs> is it not uh, and, and is it the right when to know is it the right time to take that advice so yeah. we're going to talk about that next yeah. week so until next week you can check us out at on facebook and instagram at the she lives he lives podcast yep. check out carol at love yourself health coaching check out me on youtube at coach dave's country kitchen rockstar fitness on facebook d webster 023 on instagram i got too many social media handles say, right and what else i don't know that's, that's pretty much all I'm, I'm not on like what's what's the one that the kids play with the, the twitch you don't need to be on anything i'm else. not on twitch no all right, so until next week, I'm Coach Dave with Coach Carol. Ladies and gentlemen, woo!